the past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Hello, and welcome to The Career Confidant, and we're glad that you're joining us here today. And I know you're joining us from all over the globe, so I'm excited today that we've got a guest who is also joining us from across the globe, and we are going to have a powerful conversation on how you can move from being a resident expert, so known within your small circle or within your company, to being an industry expert, being known by the people that you want to be known by so that you can move into the opportunity you want, whether that's landing a new job or building your business or getting out promotion, these tips are going to help you achieve those goals. And my goal today, my go- my guest today, my goal today is for you to have some fun and to get some great information. But my guest today is going to help us do that. And Alice is going to join us and she's going to introduce herself a little bit more because she is a personal branding expert in Nairobi, Kenya. And Alice, you've been doing this work for more than 15 years. You're helping companies and now moving into helping people do personal branding. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I'm so happy to have you. Thank you, Marie. It's a pleasure to be here today. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about how you got into personal branding and in your corner of the world. So... Uh, yes, as you rightly introduced, I've been bringing corporate brands to life uh, for the last 15 years. So branding has been what I've done, what I've loved to do. And um, as I was looking back on myself and some of the gaps as I was growing in my career, I saw this as something that other people would need help in. How do you brand yourself as an individual so that you get what you want out of your career out of your business, so that you're pulling in the right audience for you. Um, and for me, I came in, I started the personal branding journey when I wanted to grow my career. And I saw some gaps when I wanted uh, to seek that promotion. And that is what now I want to help my audience uh, with. Excellent. So moving from that corporate branding to doing personal branding, and you're located, as I said, in Kenya, and you've been working with companies there. But my guess is that as you've been working with personal brands, you've been working with people, even in a wider geography. Tell me a little bit about who you work with in your business. Uh, So by day, I work for Schneider Electric, uh, meaning, uh, and that's the corporate that I support. So in my business, which is Standard for Growth, uh, I work with business executives uh, because they um, are the ones who most of the time, they want to get to the next level. However, they don't have the time as well. And they perhaps don't even know the know-how of how to increase their visibility. They know how to build this brand to the next level, but they don't know how they themselves can take themselves to the next level. So my clients, uh, I would say, are the business or senior executive leaders who are looking to go to the next um, level of visibility. Yeah, and I bet we have some of those folks listening or people who work with similar 
uh, professionals that are listening in. And so they're really going to get some value today as we're talking about personal branding. So tell me a little bit about how you help your clients understand that personal branding is necessary. What does that mean and how do, how does it help them? So I say it's absolutely necessary to have a personal brand because if you don't tell the world how they should define you, they will find a way of defining you. So is it just Alice or is it just Alice, the marketing and personal branding expert? Or is it Alice, the personal marketing uh, personal branding expert who works with executives to give them the visibility they need to grow their brands a hundredfold. So if you're not as clear as you need to be to your audience, they will find a way of being clear on your behalf. And the other thing is people like to connect with people that they feel they trust. Uh, people connect with people that they feel they know and what personal branding does, it helps you to consistently define yourself to your audience in a way that they make, in a way that it makes them feel like they almost know you, and therefore it makes it easier. Yeah, yeah. And as you said, that you, you kind of have a personal brand, whether you know it or not, or you like it or not. And so, personal branding is the process of taking control and being. In your thoughtful, right? Being proactive. Yes. So how does someone get started? What is the best place to start when you're trying to figure out what your personal brand is? So I think the the best place to start is by defining what or where do you want to go? What is your vision? What is the ultimate, um, what is at the core of who you are? Because if you don't know uh, where you're going or the potential that you have within, then it becomes difficult for you to know what you're going to offer the world. So uh, what I say is defining your vision is the basis of what a personal brand is. Don't just uh, sail through and leave your brand to chance. Call yourself to a meeting, have that introspective session and ask yourself, where do I want to be, say, in the next five years? And if that is too far away from you, maybe define uh, how, where do I want to be in five years? Because when you have that ideal vision, you kind of have your North Star with which you're following and with where you need to be. It's like saying, it's like going to somebody and telling them, I want to go for a holiday. And you don't tell them where you want to go or what is in your head. In your head, you could be in the beach, but the guy could give you a holiday to Iceland, assuming you want to go skating. They saw something in you and assumed you love skating. So in that case, there's going to be a misalignment. So if the vision is not clear, um, then it means you could be going somewhere and end up where you don't want to be. So for me, I would say the best place to start is by defining where you want to go. And then the many other activities that come after that that are just as important will drive you, uh, will like be the push, the, the backup that pushes you forward. Right. And in addition to knowing where someone's going, and a lot of people think they know this, but a big part of personal branding, too, is really understanding who they are, right? Who are they? What are their strengths? What are their 
and you know, what are their values? What drives them? And, and then as they're figuring out where they want to go, and those two things go hand in hand, as you're saying, when we're figuring out where we want to go, we also want to figure out who do I want to be when I get there and how my, who I am kind of shift. We, we want to be authentic and stay true to who we are, but we might want to shift a little bit or shift how we communicate who we are based on where we're going, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And if you don't know where, if you don't know who you want to speak to, if you don't know what you want to stand for, then it becomes difficult to even uh, identify with a certain group of people. People will not even be able to identify with you if these things, even simple things like what you stand for, what are your values. If you don't know these things, then people don't know. I don't know whether I like this person or not. I don't know whether we'll click with this person. I don't know whether this is the right person for me. So you're right, Marie. These things are absolutely necessary. Um, in defining what your personal brand is all about. So if someone's trying to figure out their direction, what are some ways that you help people do that? What are some ways that they can dive into to get that clarity? So we work together to define what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? We also look at perception is reality. So we also work with you to make sure we get a view of what, how, or, or how others in your circles view you. Because if you do not get, if you do not have an idea of how the rest of the world sees you, then chances are you could be living in a bubble. And uh, the other thing that I've noticed is sometimes you are one person, but operating as three different people. You could be one person to your friends, you could be another person to your colleagues, and you could be a different other person to your family. So how do you then bring these things together? Because the more, the far apart they are, the, the less authentic you become. So these things all have to come together and so that you're speaking as one person. And the more people are able to see you, uh, the more you open up to what people see of you, know of you, the more authentic you become. Mm, yeah, so we have to understand who we are, who we're becoming, and also who other people see us as, so that we can find the authentic place that we want to communicate from, but communicate in a way that speaks to people, right, connects with them, and also speaks yeah. to where we're going. So this is a complex process, right? And, and, um, and none of it is about selling yourself. That's what people always think personal branding is about selling yourself. But that's not at all what you're talking about, right? It's really about knowing yourself, knowing your audience, and, and making the making the connection points in a really in a really comprehensive way. Yes. And, and so that's a mistake. People assume it's about selling yourself and you go to that first. But that's really the last step of the journey. It's like a building. If you're building and you have steps, um, if, if you're uh, constructing your own building, there's the foundation, there's the walling, then there's the roofing, then there's the decorations. Yes, yes, that's awesome. So we are going to take a short break. You started talking about mistakes there. First mistake being that people think it's about selling yourself. We're going to take a short break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about some other mistakes that people make in personal branding. And and then, yeah, yeah. so we'll take a short break and we'll come back and talk about more of those mistakes. We'll be back here on The Career Confidant in just a few minutes.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Connect with us, and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on LinkedIn. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. And today we're talking with Alice Ngadia about personal branding and some misconceptions that people have about personal branding, what you need to do to start building your brand. And so, Alice, we've talked a little bit already about how people have kind of three areas, if I'm restating this right, three areas that they want to focus in and understand who they are, who their audience is, and then what people already might think about them so they can connect those dots. And then you started to talk about some mistakes that people make when they're personal branding. And tell us a little bit more about some of the mistakes you see people make when they're doing their brand. Yes, so the first one I touched on is quickly rushing to the engagement or to looking for those clicks that you see the rest of the people who've been at each getting at. Now, when you do that, when you rush to engagement, it means your, your foundation is not, sort, uh, is not cleared out, which is the vision and where you want to be. So we need to get that sorted out first. Because if I'm to equate this to business brands, say we've been listening to Coca-Cola tell us all our lives that all they do is provide us with drinks that refresh our, life, our bodies and spirit. If tomorrow Coca-Cola comes and tells us now they're producing detergents, It'll probably take another 100 years of them communicating the same message and convincing us that they are the best detergent company. So 
it means all these things that they had built, all this trust that they've built with us has been watered down. So that's the same thing. If you quickly rush to communicating and looking for the likes and the engagement before we figure out what the vision, then we are, we are, there's a likelihood that this building will crumble and water down all the hard work that you've done in building your personal brand. Then the other mistake that I believe hurts a lot of personal brands is when you put your ego first, as opposed to putting the value or the service that you're gonna give your clients at the forefront. Uh, you Once you see you say hitting the 10,000, 1,000 uh, luck, or you're now being called by me different media houses to speak to you, you tend to think that you've now become better than the world and forget the real reason why you started or why you wanted to get your personal brand known in the first place, which ideally is to bring your expertise to the world and show the value that you need. So putting the ego or making your ego take control of your brand is also another recipe for disaster um, from where I stand. So I would say um, don't allow confusion water down your brand. Don't allow uh, vanity, what people call vanity metrics, come and water down your brand. Be there, understand who you are for you to be able to take yourself even further. Than right, because it's not about being known by everyone, right? It's not about uh, being big and famous. And a lot of those times that doesn't necessarily result in the outcomes people want. And so it's not about being the, you know, popular or being an influencer or having everyone follow you. It's about being known to the people that need to know you to get where you want to go. That's what we're really talking about is who needs to know you and how do you build visibility, credibility, likability with them so that you can get where you want to go and achieve what you want to achieve. And of course, I mean, those all sound very self-serving, but it's, it's a, it's gotta be bigger than that, or it doesn't work as you're saying, it's not about your ego. It's about who are you going to help? What kind of work do you want to do in the world? And then who needs to know you for you to be effective in doing that? Sometimes people will think, oh, personal branding is just for business people or just for um, people who are job seeking. But it's really a long-term process for achieving what you want to achieve bigger picture in your life and, and who's going to be on that journey with you. Yes, Absolutely. That's, that's absolutely true. And uh, when what you realize is over time, as you build that expertise, as you build that um, uh, authenticity online, the irrelevant audience or the irrelevant people begin to fall off and the right people begin to be the ones that uh, take you to where you need to be. So over time, if you're absolutely clear on where you want to go, up, over time you will have the right people following you. Because sometimes we get excited that we have so many people engaging or liking our content, but in essence, it's a wrong person. It could be your grandmother in the village who has all of a sudden liked what you're doing. So it could be the wrong person. So it's doing absolutely nothing for your personal brand, but here you are getting excited about it. So we need the right people on our side at all times. Mm. Yeah, and this is what you talk about in terms of going from a resident expert to an industry expert. Tell me a little bit more about what that means for people. So a, a resident expert, for example, is somebody who is known in their small 
small organization, for example, or in the so some are just known even in the in the department. So now for you to move to being um, an industry expert, we need to realize that the world favors those who are visible. So a lot of us will expect our work to speak for us. But if we need to scale, we need to be a bit more visible. We need to do, uh, we need to take on visibility with a bit more seriousness. And that is what then pushes us to being an industry expert. We need to move from somebody who's just known, a resident expert is somebody who's very well known in the organization, in their department. But then how do you then take that extra step? So the first thing to do is how do you increase your, uh, your profile in the organization? Start with, take, start with speaking up, simple things like speaking up in the meetings. Some people expect uh, that me showing up and doing what I need to do, it will automatically translate to the right people knowing about me. Not everybody will go talking for your sake. Not, not everybody is your advocate. So speak up in meetings. When you have something to bring across, let it be known. Take on projects, for example, outside your department. Do something in other, cross, take on cross, in, and there are those projects that people don't like taking on either because they are resource intensive or they're hard to do for one reason. How about you be the one in the department or the organization that takes it on, you know? And then as you build your confidence within the organization, you will find yourself having the confidence to then blow out your ecosystem outside the organization. And you'll find yourself building a team of allies within and outside the organization who will fight for you. This will move from being your customers and eventually it will move to being your industry organizations, perhaps that are uh, for your uh, line of business. So as you go along, you'll find yourself that even as you're uh, moving outside the organization and building a bigger ecosystem, you're then growing yourself. And as you're doing this, you then move into now cleaning out your socials and how do you, how are your peers in the socials interacting? Uh, are you, because when you look, when you coming into this space, when you come into this space where you're looking to be an industry expert, you have to have peers that you're looking towards and thinking, how do they do it? And how can I emulate how they're doing it? How can I learn from what they're doing and even be better than what, can I, what, what they're doing? And then when you come to yourself, what kind of content are you putting out there that is providing value to your audiences? How, and, and, and how are you then helping them to be better people than they are currently? So for me, this is, this is how you get to being an industry expert. This is how you move from being a resident expert to being an industry expert. So the online presence then, become your stage, then becomes your stage, your, your first stage. And what you find is over time, as you network, as you join industry organizations, you will find that the stage is becoming bigger and you're soon becoming somebody to be reckoned with. I love that. Yeah. And again, it's not necessarily about being known by everyone because that can be overwhelming and unattainable, frankly. So it's figuring out, as you said, who are those people in your industry that you want to connect with and who really needs to know you for you to achieve what you want to achieve. And sometimes people are looking to move industries or make a change of some sort. And you can do the same process that you just laid out towards any goal. It's just really identifying that audience and then taking the steps, taking the actions to connect the dots and become visible and credible to those 
to those individuals. So we may have kind of circled around this, but let's put a little end cap on this here for people. What is the most important outcome from this process for people? What is the most important thing that they're going to get from doing this personal branding exercise? So the most uh, important outcome is defining your value statement. Uh, supposed to be a quick one or two sentences that brings all these things together. Because once you're able to, it's, it's actually some people even call it the elevator pitch. Between first floor and second floor, how have you sold yourself to your biggest uh, model of the biggest person that you ever wanted to meet you met this person you've always wanted you've always dreamt of meeting them and you meet them in an elevator how do you sell yourself in two sentences between first and second floor so your elevator pitch that is the most important outcome to a personal branding exercise once you have that in place you will know who you need to serve you will know what outcome they can expect from you you will know where to place emphasis for yourself so that you can grow and become better for the world and maybe offer more. And, and you, will, you will even understand what you can expect from yourself. So the most important thing from a personal branding exercise, aside from everything else, is what is your value statement? What do you want to be? The one line that when you meet anybody, this is how I want to introduce myself to them. This is how I want to be um, seen as. This is the line that I want them to remember me by. When I leave this, when when I leave their presence. Excellent, and you demonstrated that for us a little bit at the beginning. Do you want to share um, yours with us again? You shared, you know, kind of the short version and then the long version. I think that'd be very helpful for people to hear. And then also, how can people get in touch with you or follow you if they're looking to get some more information and some great inspiration that you share around how to build your personal brand? Okay, uh, so mine, my one line is, I'm Alice Gatia, the marketing and personal branding expert who works with executives to give them the visibility they need to grow their brands a hundredfold. Uh, to reach out to me, you can find me on LinkedIn. Alice Ngatia is my LinkedIn name. Ngatia, N-G-A-T-I-A. And I can also be found on my website, www.standoutforgrowth.com. Standout for Growth is for the numeric. Um, so standout for, for the numeric dot com, uh, for growth dot com. Excellent. Well, Alice, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your inspiration. And people can take so much from this and just actionable ways that they can improve their personal brand and get more focused so that they have that clarity and move forward. We are going to take a short break here on the Career Confidant. We're going to say thank you and, and goodbye to Alice, but we'll be back in just a few minutes to talk a little bit more about how you can build your personal brand and move forward with that topic. So thank you again, Alice, and we'll be right back here on the Career Confidant. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. 
You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Say It Skillfully is my new radio show about being who you really are and saying what you think needs to be said. This is your host, Molly Chang. Call in and I'll help you find the right words to tackle any difficult conversation or ticklish situation you've been avoiding. Whether you're part of a small project team or leading a giant company, the more you accept that you're part of the problem, the faster you can be part of the solution. Learn how to be happier, healthier, and more productive at work and in life. Join me live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific on The Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Hello, and welcome back to The Career Confidant. And today we were talking with Alice Nangata about how you can build your personal brand and just the ideas that we first have to get really clear about who we are and who we want to be. And there's a fine line here, right? Because we are who we are and we want to be authentic to that. We also can communicate that and can emphasize different parts of who we are, depending on our goals and our audience and what makes the most sense for us to communicate. So when we do our Certified Personal Branding Strategist course and we've got hundreds, if not even maybe a thousand plus of certified personal brand strategists out there all across the globe who work with individuals in business, in starting a business. In as Alice was talking about, she works with leaders who are trying to position themselves better as leaders or to get a promotion and take it step up. The this is the process that they go through to meet their clients' needs, but to also have some structure behind how we walk through this fairly complex process, right? We have a lot of moving parts. We got you and who are you? We've got your audience and what do they care about? And then we've got your audience and what they might already think about you. And how do we bring all of those pieces together so that you have a cohesive, clear, memorable brand because you can't really have that memorable brand if your pieces are running around all over the place, right? So it starts with the internal piece of who are you? And these might not sound that much different than the, you know, career coaching, career counseling process that we're used to, but it's really figuring out 
what are those underlying motivators and definers that you carry around with you everywhere you go? So what type of, of work do you love to do? What, who do you like to work with? Those passions, those interests, the type of work that you love to do. Then what are your strengths? What do you bring to every type of work that you do? What is it that people say is your strength? What do people come to you for? I love to do strengths work because it is so empowering for people to really connect with what is naturally coming out for you that also brings benefit to others. Those are those strengths. It's a natural, it, it, it is something that you could do over and over again. It doesn't drain you and it brings that value to, to you and to others. Then your values. What is it that you want out of work? What is it that you want out of life? And there are five different levels of values that we talk about in terms of the work you do, the people you work with, the way you engage with your community. Values have very different levels. And, it, you know, sometimes we talk about values in terms of your morals, but when we're talking about values in terms of your brand, they that is important, but so are your workplace values. How do you show up at work? How do you want other people to show up at work? What's important to you in terms of your relationships? And then again, how do you engage with your community? All of those fall into that values bucket. Then your differentiators. And this is oftentimes challenging for people because we've been taught not to talk about how we're different, how we're better. We've been talk, taught not to talk about how we're better, but it isn't about being better. It's about being different. And one of our other uh, personal branding strategists, Marine Farmer, talks about how different is better than better because it doesn't really matter whether you're better or not. It's that you can talk about your difference and you let the audience decide if that is better for them because then they're choosing you. It's not a push, it's a pull when you are communicating how you're different and then letting other people connect with that or not. Most of the time here, I start with people with that list of how are you the same, because that's easier for us to think about all the things you have that are the same as other people like you, maybe your credentials, your degree, your years of experience, all of those are typically the same as other people going for the same types of roles or same type of business as you. And then what makes you different? Maybe it's that background, where you used to work, the types of experiences you've had, the specific stories that you have in your background about projects that you've handled. Maybe it's your motivation, why you do what you do. So there's a lot of different reasons that we can pull into how we are different and those stories make us different. And then we want to say, how does that connect to your audience, right? Then your purpose. So why do you show up and do the work that you do every day? I talked about that as a potential differentiator. Everybody stays in the work that they're in and comes to the work that they're in for a different purpose. And purpose isn't something that you go out and find or that you expect your company to give to you. Purpose is something that you bring every day because you've connected the dots between where you are now and where you want to be in the future. And as Alice was talking, you know, taking on additional projects, um, you know, volunteering for additional meetings, things that you can say, hey, I'm going to do this because I can see how it builds towards where I want to go in the future. And I'm going to bring that purpose to that activity every time because I know that showing up 
and doing great work and having clarity around why I'm there for myself and communicating that to others will help differentiate me from other people who do what I do or want to do what I want to do. Underpinning here behind all of this is goals. As Alice started talking about, you have to know where it is that you're going. Where do you want to be? And your brand has to have that direction. So you, your brand is you, it is who you are, but it also has that direction of who you're becoming, who you want to be, and what you want to be seen as. Always remembering that that has to be authentic and rooted in that authenticity, but that we do have the opportunity to communicate in different ways or with different parts of the story to help people see us in that new place that we wanna be going, to help them see us as that new role that we wanna play. And if it's completely not authentic, it probably won't work out. But most of the time when people are setting those goals and trying to take those steps, there is a path, there are connections. It's simply us to us, up to us to find that root and then to build on that route in the direction we want to go with authentic stories that connect the dots. On top of all of that, that internal piece in terms of who we are, and then that external piece in terms of where we're going and who our audience is and who cares, right? Who needs to know of us? It's not really who you know anymore, right? It's who knows you and who do you need to know you to get to where you want to go. And then those external perceptions are what do they already think about you? And so, you know, Alice has taken our program in the 360 Reach Personal Brand Survey that helps people identify what do those people in your circle, especially those in your target audience, what do they already think about you? Because here's the thing, and Alice started out talking about this at the very beginning, you already have a personal brand. People already think something about you. You may not be aware of it, or you may not be shaping it in the direction you want to go. And that is your opportunity so that you are clear about what you want in a way that it attracts people to the future of you instead of the past you, or maybe even the current you then you are attracting opportunities, pulling them into you instead of feeling like you have to sell and push to get to where you want to go. I really don't want you to think about selling yourself. That's an outdated white male construct anyways, and you really shouldn't have to do that. You want to think about being so clear and and powerful in your communications that people understand what you're all about, what you stand for, and what you believe about those things, that they're attracted to you and want to move with you, or they're not. And that is the challenge of a personal brand, is that you will repel people who maybe don't care about that same thing, don't jive with you, don't have the same beliefs, or you know maybe don't agree. And that's okay, because you will attract the people that do, that do want to be in your community, that do want to move in that same direction as you. And when you do that, you're having that pull effect, that attract effect. That means you can move forward. You can get those opportunities that you want and 
you're going to uncover them and perhaps not even know what they are, but you've got that clarity of goal and the clarity of vision so that people are coming alongside of you and going in that same direction. You may be going to places you didn't know existed or you wouldn't expect to go to, but it's going to be in the right direction when you're clear about who you are, what you stand for, and where you're going, that clarity of goals. So when you put those pieces together, you've got your interests or passions, your strengths, your values, what do you stand for, your differentiators, what are those stories you bring that make you different than others, and your goals, how are you putting those all together to move forward in your purpose and the reason that you do what you do. You weld those together, you take into account those external perceptions, what they are now, and how you might authentically mold them as you move forward into what you want to be so that you can be known for what you want to be known for and to grow outside of the current circles you might be known to into the circles that you need to be known in to get where you want to go and to serve the people that you want to serve to make the difference you want to make in the world. And that's what this is really all about is that we can't have an impact if no one knows about you, I've been part of an organization for uh, more than 10 years now, Rotary International, and Rotary's whole mission is service, right? Service above self. But that service started to undermine itself because no one was sharing these stories and they felt like, oh, they don't want to brag, they don't want to toot their own horn. Well, guess what? If you're not telling those stories about the po- po- positive and powerful work that you do, then no one can join in with you in that work and you have more limited resources and people don't know to reach out to you for that help. And you could be helping so many more people. And the same is true about most of us and our careers is that we've got to figure out how to tell those stories genuinely and in a passionate, engaging way so that people want to participate and offer up those opportunities for us to do more of the great work that we can do in this world and that we can do in our careers. And if you come at it with that heart of service, it isn't about, you know, tooting your own horn. It isn't about building some vanity metric. It's about the fact that you can impact more people when more people know what you're doing and when they're clear about the value and the way and the manner in which you are achieving what you're achieving so that they can become part of that community. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to circle back around to how do you make that happen? And especially how do you make that happen online? Because that is one of the biggest platforms and easily accessible platforms to start building your visibility and credibility but it can also be overwhelming. So how do we take all of this background and foundation that you have and start building that visibility online? We're gonna take a short break and we will go through that when we come back in just a few minutes. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and 
get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Are you a business owner, 1099 contractor, part-time employee, or volunteer who needs group health coverage you can actually afford? Do you know a nonprofit who would benefit from unlimited zero-cost funding? How about cost reduction, school safety, mental health wellness, and more? All these and more are fair game on Finding Certainty. If you want more certainty in your own life, you are not alone. Join us each Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Find your own brand of certainty and realize your personal American dream with Finding Certainty, hosted by Patrick Lang. Let's unwrap the certainty experience together. Defeat the Chaos with Corey Harris and Julie Traxler hits on topics every week that affect small business owners across this country. They provide insights that show entrepreneurs how to reduce stress, wear fewer hats, and work shorter hours. Take your business from being owner-dependent and stagnant to growth-ready and process-driven every Thursday at 9 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America Business Network the bottom line in business. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Marie at strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. And today we've been diving deep into the content of personal branding and what do you do to build your brand. We've talked a lot about the foundation and how do you really get clear about who you are, who your audience is, and where you're going. And this is so critical to do before you start thinking about going online. Why? Because there is so much that you can do online. And if you're not clear about those things, you will be overwhelmed. You'll be overwhelmed even if you are clear about those things. It will be easier to prioritize and make decisions and and focus <laughs> when you do have that clarity. Because here's the thing. There are a million different ways that you can promote your brand online. We changed our online branding program from being called social branding to digital branding a few years ago because it isn't just about social media. Social media is one way that you could build your brand online, but there's also other ways to blog, engage with professional association websites to, um, you know, internal, even internal tools like your internet or your Skype, um, Slack, that's the right word I was thinking of, your Slack group or your Microsoft Teams. There's so many opportunities internally and externally to build your brand. You've got to choose what really matters for you. So who really needs to know you and what channels do they use most frequently? And here's where a lot of my colleagues disagree with me. But LinkedIn is not everything. LinkedIn is not the bee's knees. LinkedIn is one tool. Are your audience, is your audience on LinkedIn on a regular basis? 
I got to tell you that for some of you, the answer is no, and that's okay. For instance, I've worked with a lot of engineers wanting to connect with engineering managers, you know, not necessarily the recruiters from the companies. They want to, they, that's nice too. And LinkedIn will help them do that, but they want to connect to the actual, you know, the people doing the work, the hiring managers, the engineering managers, the marketing managers, if they want to, you know, be in that space between engineering and sales. And those people aren't on LinkedIn that frequently. Your regular everyday You know, engineering managers not on LinkedIn that frequently, unless they're also looking for a job and that might not be the best person to connect with, right? So think about your audience and where are they? Are they engaged in professional associations? If so, which ones? And how might you connect there? Could you write an article? Can you comment on articles they're already writing? If the association is is on LinkedIn, then that might be a place to connect. Are they on, you know, Instagram? Facebook, depending on the age group, um, are they on Twitter? So figuring out really where is your audience, and if they're tech, by a lot of my tech engineers, those people are on Twitter. They're having conversations there about tech topics. So when you know where your audience is, then you can engage in those communities. It might be Facebook groups. Like I said, it might be a Slack group. It might be an internal group. I've got some engineers that actually Facebook groups have been huge for because the Facebook group for a um, like a business, you think about HP, for instance. HP has a really busy Facebook group for users. And we're not just talking like your HP user like me that has, you know, an HP monitor. We're talking about your users that are programming and using the high-end tech uh, enterprise level. And so they've got a very vibrant group there. And my tech engineers do well in those types of Facebook groups, even though it's not what you would think about in terms of Facebook, because it's a community where they can engage, build connection, get known, you know, right? Where are the people that need to know you and how you can engage in those groups to get known? That is your goal. When you're doing that research of where are the people that need to know you, talk to the people that need to know you, right? Talk to your managers, talk to those hiring managers. It's a great question to ask that is not related to getting a job. Hey, talk to me about where, what types of communities you're participating in that I might also participate in to learn and get further connected in this industry. And they're going to tell you, your customers, your vendors, your suppliers, ask them what types of communities are they participating in? Because there might be a private Slack group they have to have an invitation for, and boom, now you're in and you can have those conversations and make those relationships. When you're doing that research, it's all about figuring out what communities, what platforms are your audience pay attention to. And again, not just social media, but as they're, what are they reading? What are they engaging with? Because if you could write an article or comment on an article that is on that platform already, now you don't have to start your own blog, right? We can oftentimes make it harder than it needs to be instead of simply figuring out where people are going already and how can I engage there, build visibility there, build my community there. And don't count out things um, that you don't know about. So we might say, oh, nobody's on TikTok. You might be right, but let's go and do the research. Let's see, are there people like you there? And what makes sense for you? So that's the external part, which is really important when you're talking about social media, where is your audience? 
And then secondly, how do you want to connect with your audience? Are you a writer? Are you into video? Are you into um, audio? Maybe there's some great podcasts that you could listen and connect around. Um, you know, video, again, it doesn't have to be you making videos, but seeing what types of YouTube channels are really putting out content people in your industry are, are engaging with. And is there an opportunity for you to engage with that content, comment on that content, maybe get interviewed on that channel? We think too big. We think, oh, I got to start my own podcast, got to start my own YouTube channel. Maybe, but let's start smaller. Where could you comment? Where could you be a guest? Where could you, you know, do a guest article or even just commenting on an article to start to build that visibility and see what works for you, what platforms, what types of communications are the best for you, because you're only going to show up and do something consistently if it works for you. And if you aren't showing up consistently, it doesn't really matter. So figuring out how to do it consistently is key for that long-term consistency, constancy, credibility, and then that builds that community that is your brand. Your brand is other people and what they will say about you. And of course, you have the ability to mold that and to show up in a way that they remember, (laughs) as Alice was talking about, and they show up and they communicate that. How do you want to show up? What type of communications are you going to share? What's your voice going to be like? And then how can you do that consistently? Because people will connect with that. And it's one thing that I learned very early and kind of the hard way in my career. I was working with someone who was very um, outgoing and very bold and out there and I'm trying to figure out, you know, hey, I can't be like that. That's not, that's not me. And when people reflected back to me what they authentically saw for me and I was able to own that and live that, you know, my warmth, my passion for the work that I do. And instead of trying to be someone else, just being myself and being able to build that community around my authentic way of showing up long-term sustainable and something that you can feel proud of and comfortable in as you move forward in your, in your career or in your business. So we look forward to seeing you back here again next week on the career confidant. If you have any topics or any questions that we can cover. We'd love to do that. You can always reach out to me at Marie, M-A-R-I-E at careerthoughtleaders.com. We look forward to seeing you right back here again next week on The Career Confidant. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then.